edge. Take you to the edge with the wedge. Sour cream and switch any No, it has been a what? Well, it's been a week, darling, hasn't it? Really, it's been a week. Hey, listen, um, we, we're gonna we're gonna have an interesting topic today. Um, shit, where do I start? Oh, that's a good start. Shit, we're actually gonna be talking about letting it rip. And when I mean by letting one rip, of course, I mean the old. That probably did not sound like a fart. Um, so we're going to be talking about flatulence and all that fabulous, fun, bodily stuff that we all do. Sarah Cream, do you... Time and place. Are you referring to breaking wind? I think I might be. It's a bit windy over here. <laughs> so Sarah Cream uh, came, approached me yesterday with this topic and it makes me feel a bit embarrassed. It makes me feel like a prude. Or it makes me feel like the way I was brought up is perhaps a little bit repressed because we didn't use that F word in our house. Now, let's just let our listeners know what the F word here means because, goodness me, <laughs> the mind does swallow all girls. Uh, so we are talking about block your ears, Jenny, because Jenny does, uh, SJ does not like this word, farting. Farting. And it's funny, isn't it? It doesn't matter how... How pronounced you can be with farting. <laughs> it's still that farting word, really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, I, you know what, you know what made me get into it? It's like, the, you know, when you're in a relationship, you start out a new relationship, and then you hold those little butt cheeks in so hard fast, and then as soon as that person's gone, and you are blown to the moon because you, you, you're about to explode. I guess, you know, when is, look, it's a hard one because, um, you don't want to put your partner off with you firing away. Um, so, I mean, we've all had those embarrassing experiences. Anyone who started a relationship or even just in your friend circle, um, it really, you do really have to be very comfortable with a particular person to be able to let one rip, let's say. Have you ever had embarrassing moments? Uh, oh, very embarrassing. I don't know if I really want to share the embarrassing moments. <laughs> That's the thing, Sarah Cream. Like, I have had embarrassing moments, but they're embarrassing because you kind of wish they hadn't happened. And it does change a relationship. And, like, for some reason, I'm, and I, I mean, this is a big generalization, which I know I'm now famous for making generalizations. But I do think, you know, being heterosexual as I am, 
it is often the man who will break wind first in a relationship. I don't know. Right. I don't think that they think it's a big issue really, but I do think they even hold off for a while. Like when you're most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> because it does feel a bit wrong for me to say men break wind or men break wind more than women because I read a statistic like I was doing a little bit of research on this topic Sarah Cream <laughs> and I read that women the smell of a woman's wind broken stuff is <laughs> <laughs> it, it smells worse Women's pops <laughs> smell. I don't want to say women's farts smell worse than men's. They yes, sm- women's farts certainly do, but I thought that's debatable. And I think women's um, <clears throat> little pop-offs, um, I hate to say it, but are um, hot. It's... Um, Women's pop off, especially when they have their monthlies, I find is uh, can be pretty horrific. Wow, I didn't know you could make this topic more disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it funny that parts are funny? Like, you all think, unless like you see next to a complete stranger and they let one go, you kind of think, wow, uh, uncouth. Um, but isn't it interesting that you're even saying you can't even let one go in front of your friend? <laughs> if you let one rip in front of me, I would find it hilarious. I would not have a problem with it. Well, I'm mean, no. standing inhaling your your goodness, um, but I certainly wouldn't mind. Like, I'm not saying it might not accidentally happen. I'm not. Saying I'm not perfect, and like I'm not saying that every friend of mine has never been witnessed. <laughs> I can't believe how repressed I am on this topic. I I feel Can we just express express also to our listeners that uh, we're not desperate for topics. We the reason we chose this topic is it a bit far fetched and funny, but the reason we chose this topic was because. It, a, we all do it. It's a natural part of life, but yet it's such a huge embarrassment. Um, you know, when you've got to let one go, how do you, I mean, you literally grow 29 years pregnant when you are holding it all in, and when you let it go, like I said, you are off to the moon. Okay, okay. Let me, this is something I've never admitted to anyone. It's not even, it's stupid actually. Oh, let me just say it. So when I was a kid, people used to always make jokes about baked beans and how baked beans make people break wind. And then, of course, mm-hmm. there was that movie, the Mel Brooks movie, Blazing Saddles, and all the boys in our year used to think that was so funny and make jokes about big beans. Make- I've never seen. I've never seen that movie. Well, I've I've only seen that scene. I think because probably it, when it was around, I was too little. Like it would have been quite rude. And so, but when I was little, I do remember maybe at a birthday party or something, 
people showing that part of the video, and I'm talking when people had video recorders or video VCRs. So that you, that scene used to get put on, uh, especially at a boy's birthday party, and they all thought it was so funny. Well, get this. So what exactly did they do, the blazing saddle? They're, they're sitting around a campfire eating baked beans and then they have a big fart off. That's basically it. And because of that and because of that scene and because of um, the boys in my that I grew up with, I I no, I never ate baked beans as a kid ever, and I only discovered oh, them as an. Yeah, <laughs> all those years of eating baked beans as a child, and I never, I never told anyone why I didn't eat them, and then I'd never even tried them till I lived in London as an adult, and then you know how you always get a fry up, an English breakfast fry up. And it comes with baked beans. Mm -hmm. Like I'd eaten other things out of cans. I'd eaten spaghetti and tomato sauce. I'd eaten Korean corn. I'd eaten all those. But I would not eat baked beans because of Blazing Saddles. This is freaking, you are hilarious. (laughs) But see, that's. We all need to know, how did you go when you first ate the baked beans? Were you Blazing Saddling it? (laughs) They were yummy. And I didn't even see the connection to Breaking Wings. So you basically, what you're saying is you've deprived yourself of all these years of eating baked beans on toast. Uh, it made me realise I'd been missing out on something. I'm not eating. So, yes, so I'm a bit annoyed with myself, but I also feel like in a way it was done to me. <laughs> so here's a question for you whilst you're going, Eat your can of baked beans um, <laughs> out of the can with a spoon. Here's a question for you. Yes. When is the right time? Like, is there a certain time period that you could have, like when you start a new relationship? You know, do you give yourself three months, six months, 12 months? I mean, do you, you can't know, hold it. Do you know what? I was thinking about this, like when is the right time and how it changes the relationship. Do you know when I think it happens? When uh-huh. I think it happens when you feel that comfortable in the relationship that you can have a fight, that you do other embarrassing things in front of each other. But the first time you get sick in front of each other, it's kind of embarrassing. And, like, especially, so, you know, if you've got flu. Yeah, well, if you've. If you've got snot coming out your nose or you've got gastro or vomiting, once your partner has seen those natural things, then I guess breaking wind is nothing, you know, more embarrassing than that. This is true, but how, but still, I mean, you couldn't get sick for like two years. What if you, it was two years since you got sick with a partner? You're going to be huge, mate. You're going to be gaffy as. But you're not Man. always with your partner. Like you can go and like that's it. Like I don't like, um, say, going to the toilet where the person you're with is just on the other side of the door. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I totally agree. Well, you really need to let, uh, let it rip a ruder. Um, and, and, and you and you're hot. I, I, I love it. You know what I love is when I have music in toilets. Um, and those, you know the new 
hand dryers that are so loud that it just about causes you deafness yes. in a matter of seconds. But I love them because that's when that's that's your cue. That's your cue to let go. When <laughs> someone dries their hands. Yeah, when someone dries their hands, that that's your cue to I actually just try to wait till no one else is in there. I know, but that's very tricky. You could be in there for hours. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, so now I've told you my embarrassing blazing saddle story. So due to a fear of breaking wind, I missed out on a favourite childhood food for, you know, 20 something years. 20 something. I think I was 22 when I first had baked beans. Oh my dear heavens. <laughs> that is. Hilarious. Do you feed your, do you feed your kids baked beans? Actually, we do have them in the house, but we still, we're not big baked bean eaters. Like, the kids don't really eat them, not because I've put any fear into them. But, um, uh-huh. look, Leo probably would, but Ruby probably wouldn't because she's just a fussy eater. Right, Roger that, Roger yeah. that. And, and the husband, does he like baked beans? He does, but we don't. He's not a big breakfast eater. Like he will get up and just not eat till lunch. So I don't know, breakfast is kind of a, I don't know, a sometimes food for us, like a fry-up. We'll all have cereal or something easy. But, yeah, to actually cook breakfast, you can only really do it on the weekend anyway, can't you? You're so funny. Um, so I think with our farting segment, um, look, it is a natural part of life. I was at a dinner the other night and, um, my friend's mother was sitting there and she just let one rip, but she pretended she hadn't done anything. So I looked straight at her and she was just sitting there like nothing had happened. And I was looking at her going, are you going to own that? Are you actually, she just carried on like nothing had happened. And the funny thing was that she was sitting on a chair. So, you know, when you're sitting on a chair and you let one go, it vibrates and it's that funny, like it's like, you know, trying to squeeze out from under the chair and your, your cheeks. But, um, so can, it was, it was loud and everyone, she didn't even flinch. But can I flinch. ask, what did you expect her to do? Say, excuse oh, me. me. Oh, okay. pardon me. Just a little, like, just own it. God damn it. Just own, I mean, look, there's been times where, you know, you've um, sneezed or laughed and one's ripped and uh, you try and cover it up. I have tried to cover up my heart. Like, You need a drum handy. Yes, it can be very embarrassing. Um, a friend of mine actually, she's, uh, was in a, well, it is still in a relationship. And uh, shout out, maybe I won't say her name because that would be embarrassing. We'll keep it as that. But um, yeah, so she'd been in a relationship for about three or four months, hadn't farted. Now she is like the farting queen, right? And uh, so they, you know, just had a fun time in in the sack and um, went to lay down on the bed, lay down on the stomach, and oh my god, she couldn't control it. She said it just, it was like the entire world just opened out of her butt cheeks and she, and the the, the partner was in disbelief. He could not believe what he was lying next to 
And she said that was the, that was the first part of their relationship. How embarrassing. And then hang um, on, how long had they been together? About three months. So there you go. Uh, it's, it probably takes three months to be that comfortable. Yeah, I reckon it's about three months. Yeah. I mean, I always remember with uh, my partner, um, you know, I didn't didn't do any of that. I didn't let anything rip a reader or anything like that. I, I did on the side, like when he was there. Well, I hope so. But as soon as he was gone, I was, I was, woo But we went camping one day and I was pregnant, right? And I, I was, I couldn't hold it. I was like, I, I was getting stomach cramps going, I cannot do this anymore. And I said to him, okay, I think we're at that stage in our relationship now. I mean, how embarrassing that you've got to talk about these things. That's even more embarrassing. <laughs> um, I've really got to let some wind go. And he's like, oh, my God, of course. I'm like, you know, being pregnant, it's all just there. Well, once he gave me that A-OK sign, I think he created a fart monster. <laughs> I, it was, he was like, oh, my God, I think I've opened Pandora's box. And I was like, yeah, I think I have. I couldn't stop because it was like freedom. Yeah. The freedom that you have when you can just, but. In saying that, you know, being in a relationship, even like now, I try and do hold it in because sometimes they're very loud and proud, aren't they? Well, you know what I was thinking too? Like um, it depends whether you like someone or not, whether them breaking wind offends you or not. True. Like so we used to work, and I won't name names, but I used to work with a woman who would waft, like she would walk around the office, drop a bomb. (laughs) (laughs) And then just walk away. And we would all be sat there in the aftermath. (laughs) And she, we just couldn't believe, like we'd all be horrified breathing in her stench. And we couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't believe she did it. I guess, like you said, with sort of a straight face, no acknowledgement that she did it, and then just wa- wanders away. How rude. <laughs> Those silent and deadly ones, though, they are pretty vicious. Um, and yeah, dogs like those ones. I was just going to say about dogs because people oh, often. Right when dogs are around, because you just blame it on the dog. Um, <laughs> they cannot say, hang on, that was not me. Well, uh, what I was going to say was you don't get angry with dogs for doing what comes naturally. Like we do judge people very differently to how we judge animals and say, like, okay. I want to know about that. I'm like, oh my God, Hector, you freaking think. <laughs> you animal. <laughs> I'm, and I'm terrible with smells, right? I can, I can watch things, I can watch like grossy things, but when it comes to smells, I am a gag machine. Like it, hit, and, and I taste it, and I, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, but like, okay, if if we as humans did everything in front of each other, if we didn't have a toilet to go to, if everyone just squatted and weed and uh, pooed and and broke wind just willy-nilly, like the way animals do, we would 
all be so disgusted by each other, but we might also just get used to it and think it is natural because it is all hidden away, our toilet habits, or usually is. Um, I think we sort of don't expect it. Like I, I took the kids yesterday to um, they got to ride a unicorn, which was really just a Shetland pony with a party hat on and rainbow right. painted rainbow painted hat. And so they did. They stopped and did a poo while we were watching. And yet, like you know, it's still this unicorn and this beautiful animal and blah blah blah. Whereas I can't imagine ever like watching a human stop, squat, do a poo, and go, "Oh, how beautiful that animal is!" Like we judge, no. we judge humans no. a lot harsher. But isn't it funny when kids do it? I remember, um, you know, going to a birthday party and a kid was so. In, like they had an easel, they were painting, they were, they were running around naked, cute, looking gorgeous, and this child just stood there at the easel and just pooed and just pooed. And it was just, we, we were all just gobsmacked, and they didn't even, this child didn't even flinch. They were so interested in doing their painting that they didn't have time to look back to see what's going on behind them. <laughs> and look... Actually, you're right. When a kid even breaks wind, it's sort of there's something cute about it, even. Kind of, depending on the smell. But um, look, farts are funny. Okay, uh, breaking wind is funny. Letting one rip, it is funny. Um, but it's not funny when someone does what your mate did in the office and lets them no. all that. Actually, that's what I was going to say. So you know, there's that term "silent but deadly," and it seems when people are trying to muffle it and to not out a loud one, they do smell the worst. But then I was going to ask you, oh, flip that over. Are really loud ones not smelly then? Not as I don't think they can be, but I think the more smelly the deadly, like it's oh, this sounds terrible, but it's thicker, aren't they, darling? Like. Um, but also, the funny thing about this topic is there is no way about getting around it in a nice, cool manner. Because basically, do you know who I feel sorry for? Those people who have to, uh, if they've got a bowel problem or something, and they actually have to go and have the X-ray pooing. Oh my god! How could you do that? You've got to sit in this weird, like it's like a toilet, the setup is a toilet, in a cage thing. With people watching and you doing, you know, excreting your bits, um, I would just—I'd need—I'd need to take a box of bloody um, pills, you know, to get rid of all that because there's no way I—I I would just be shy as. Oh. You know what I found really funny? Speaking of all that, is you know how they brought out that um, VIP, that VIP. Oh yes. That, Oh my God! Stop already. Um, I think it's already left the shelves. Well, I hope so because honestly, let's be honest about this. So you're sitting in the public toilet, la 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 la, and all of a sudden you get this waft with this smell, and you're like, oh, okay. And then you add the second ingredient, which of course is poo. Oh my God! It is rep. <laughs> Sometimes air freshener does make it worse somehow. Well, air fresheners can definitely put a whole other spin on it. And <laughs> I think it's worse. I think sometimes you're off just 
perhaps with lighting match. I was just going to say, lighting a match is better. And actually, I was thinking, you know, humans do create a huge, what's, it's called methane, isn't it? We're like, so lots of methane is released because there are 7 billion people who release it every day. But what about, you know, the big green argument against eating beef is the fact that cows release, cows have three stomachs. And so they release a huge amount of methane. And if, if you've got a big cattle farm, you um, are contributing to their, you know, toxicity in the air. We have anyone who eats beef and all that stuff are all basically helping along with that one, aren't they? Because, you know, we need that, that industry. And then, but, yes, cows are very, they're really naughty. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of kangaroos and yet they don't release, that's all because they keep trying to push to replace beef with kangaroo meat. And I know a lot of people, oh, we're going off track here, but um, they, they are more eco-friendly. They're an eco-friendly meat, and I think they don't release as much, nearly as much methane. But the thing is, there are millions of kangaroos running wild, aren't there? And well, I, I mean, I don't know. Is there any left? Like, uh, I think we're the only country that killed our national emblem. Um, but hey, that's fine. <laughs> I think that there are some that it might be endangered, but there are some where they're they're overpopulated and they actually do cull them. Well, look, I feed, we feed our dogs kangaroo meat. Yeah. Um, I tell you, <laughs> if they're having anything from the can, oh, my heavens. You know, I was just going to ask that. You know, a lot of vegans have pets. What do they feed their cats or dogs? If they're vegan, carrot is what they. <laughs> Are you serious? No, I'm not. They probably just feed them biscuits or something because they can't don't deal with the meat situation. But animals need meat. That's yeah. wild, you know, you can't forget that they're animals at the end of the day, and, and they, they naturally need eat meat. meat. Yeah, you're right. Um, sorry to get off the breaking wind topic. You know, coming back to you saying it is funny, like look at Blazing Saddles, look at lots of movies. My, my son's favourite show is a show on Netflix called Lava where it's just these two little bug things and all they do is break wind and laugh. They break wind in each other's face and laugh and nearly choke. Like that's the whole joke the whole way through. I actually feel bad. Yeah. I feel bad letting him watch it. <laughs> but it's lava. lava, and it's his favorite show. Like he just loves it, and I but think love all that. Stuff. I mean, look, my little nephew. You know, he's got two little plants in his room, and what are they called? <laughs> Fart and weaving. Uh, because you know, farting and weaving and all those bodily things are hilarious. We'll see. There's that whole new genre of books, like The Day My Bum Went Psycho. There's a million books about, you know, um, you know, giant whatever from Uranus. Like they whole book genres aimed at boys and all around poos, farting, bottoms, like all of those. And so I guess in one way they use it to get boys into reading. But I don't know, like... There's more to look. Saying that, I, a little thing I discovered when I was researching this topic was that Shakespeare himself cracked a lot of 
cracked a lot of breaking wind jokes throughout his place. Yes, everyone thinks Shakespeare. Oh yes, top English bloke. <laughs> oh yeah, he was a he was a cracker. Fun the fun. Yeah, he um he certainly let quite a few rip and uh, was quite rude uh, throwing the c words and the f words and all the other words around. Yeah, was, uh, that was me. And look, in a way, like so, like you were saying when we decided to do this topic, you said you can't imagine the Queen doing one or even the Queen. Oh, I was just about to say that. Yes, old oh, Queenie. It's funny, isn't it? You just cannot imagine the Queen, the Queen. The Queen of England. Well, what about, you know, number two? How? The Queen? How does the Queen do it too? And yet, and yet, don't you think there are some celebrities that you really can imagine them doing? Well, to be honest, I uh, don't think I've quite got that far yet, but. I don't know. There are, there are some people you just think are a bit. I don't know. Open. But look, I think barking in it will, look, it's a natural thing. Everyone does it. Um, but it certainly is a time and a place for everything. Um, and that place. When you've done one and you've, you've done one with you, you, whether you like, whether you had it in control or not, um, that's a whole not. Speaking of, oh my God, have you ever had, okay, this is gross, okay, but it is funny. And we've all done it. Well, I think we've all done it. Where you think you're going to do a fart, but it actually isn't a fart. It's like blow through. And they call that, that a shart. A shart? Yeah. Oh, is that what it's called? A shart? <laughs> what I've heard. So have you ever sharted? Um, look, I don't think I have. When I haven't, oh my god, not in <laughs> Well, I don't think I have. When I say I haven't been on the loop, right, right. So right. I don't think I've ever got into trouble the way that some. I think, right, I think uh, when you have a shark, especially if you've had a big night on the booze or what have you, and you think you're just going to have a nice little, um, and yes, you actually shark yourself. Um, Terrible if you're out. Terrible if you're out and about because you can't really do much about one. No. Wow. And you just come up in your pants and you're an adult. Not very fun, darling. Okay, okay. I've, I've got a question for you. So, yes, we know it's natural. But how does it compare, say, to a burp? Like, do you wait a certain amount of time before you burp in front of a new partner? No, I think burping, look, it, depending on, again, like, you know, if you're going to go, <laughs> what do you little, I mean, in a lot of countries, it's seemed as very polite to burp after a meal. Um, but I think it's because of where it's coming from, if you know what I mean. Like, well, the bottom seems a lot dirtier than the mouth, really. But hang on. What about when you do a burp that is almost a throw-up? And you can actually taste the food in your mouth. Uh, uh, well, that is kind of grosser. Oh, it is gross. I don't know if it's grosser. I think I'd rather bob it than chat. Um, to be honest, I don't see burping as 
I mean, like I said, you know, you, as long as you excuse yourself. But to say which part, oh, look, farting is worse than burping, I, I reckon. Well, yeah. yeah. Although if you if someone breaks wind and you don't smell it and it's only a small little noise, you might just go, oh, well, that slipped out. If someone did a huge loud burp, doesn't cover their mouth, and you can smell it, that's, that's nothing. Yeah, that's more of a like. Yeah, same as you know. Especially if you've been eating garlic or um, olives and beer, and you can taste all the different flavors. Oh, God, really? Terrible. Like, this is a terrible subject. So we. <laughs> And you know what? We should have given a warning that uh, you shouldn't be eating or anything while you listen to this podcast. Um, but I was going to say, look, gastro, you know, if you say to someone, I've got gastro, uh, because I was saying to you how I hate, if I did have gastro, I hate even having to say, I don't like the word diarrhea. I think that's a horrible word. And and I think, you know, I, I don't even like gastro, but I'd say gastro over diarrhea. But also gastro can mean throwing up or diarrhea, can't it? Or maybe both. Maybe you've got both. Well, yes, I mean, God, you remember when in Sydney and the whole house, we got so incredibly sick. There was, what, five of us living in this one house. We had one bathroom, one shower, all in the same, you know, room. <laughs> and we were literally banging on the doors going, get out, it's coming. And I remember sitting there, please, this is revolting. But literally my head was in the shower, my ass was in the loo, and it was coming all over, all over for you. It was horrendous. It was absolutely, it's the pits, mate. <laughs> it is. Actually, you never... You never feel more sorry sorry for yourself than when you are just constantly, and that every time you lie down, you feel dizzy and have to jump up and oh, there is nothing worse. It is, it is horrendous, but I'll never forget that. That has that was probably the worst sickness I've ever. And I used to work at a lot of daycare centres and what have you as well. So I was always copying the gastro bug. I mean, it was good for my weight. Um. <laughs> Actually, I. I don't think I can keep talking. Even though I brought up gastro, I don't think I can keep talking about it. It's making me feel sick. <laughs> oh, let's talk about pretty flowers and all things nice. Well, that's what I was going to say too when we were chatting about this. Okay, breaking wind is a bit gross because the sound is funny in a way. Like it does sound, some sound really funny. And also mm. because of the smell and because it sometimes is a pre- um, you know, amble to a big poo. So that's why it's kind of associated with all of those things. And yet, I was going to say, if if by nature, like weird chance, nature had made us so that doing a pop actually came out like perfume, would our wow. whole attitude to it be different if it smelled nice? Probably. Oh, Esther, you felt out. Absolutely delicious today. What did you eat? But you're not, wait, okay. You know how when you first meet someone and you're attracted to them, even their sweat is attractive. Like you even, there's something about the pheromones or something that you smell and you're so attracted. 
I don't think that goes all the way to breaking wind. But if it did somehow, if, like, it was a nice smell if you liked that person, like, we would we would think about it in a very different way. And, I mean, really, look at how much we love food and, you know, make magazines and TV shows and everything about food and whole industry, and yet, really, look how it ends up. Look at how all awesome. funny. Whenever I see anyone posting their food on Facebook, <laughs> all I see is their shit. <laughs> so I just, I never, I can never like it because I just see what's going to come out the next day. Do you um, honestly? Yes, I, I can never, I, I cannot, I can't. When I look at people's food that they're about to eat, all I see is food. Oh, Sarah Cream. I know, I know. I, look, I know. Wow. I do know. Well. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever look at people's food the same again now. <laughs> I probably would think that if I saw a big plate of beans. <laughs> or, or like I remember once ordering a vegetarian Mexican meal and it was all pretty much refried beans. And a guy, a friend of a friend who I was hanging out with back then, when he saw my plate come out, he said, that, that looks like tummy trouble. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, yes. Isn't it funny? You know, when you, I've eaten something, when I went to Cairns, I had this, uh, I don't know what it was, anyway, it was like a crepe sort of thing. And I was eating away, eating away, I'm like, oh, it's not sitting well with me. And it's amazing your body, how it, you know, if it knows there's something not right, how it just wants to expel it. And I literally left that place and went, I have got to go and be sick because this thing, if it had gone through, the rest of my poor body, I would have been horrifically hugging the toilet bowl like it's my best mate. I, I had to go and be sick and I went back to the restaurant and I said, just to let you know, I've just thrown up your food. It made me hideously sick. And he goes, I'm just going to give you money back, but it's, that's ridiculous. You can't get sick. It has to go through your whole body. And I am just sat there thinking, God damn, I wish I was a doctor right now. Because I would prove you so wrong. <laughs> you know, uh, do you know what I don't get? Okay, uh, okay. Gross alert! Gross alert! <laughs> oh, damn you! How come we didn't do that at the start of this podcast? <laughs> yeah, we have to put a wee little warning. We have to put a wee warning. But I don't. And look, everyone to themselves. I totally get it. I, 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 I get everyone needs you know do what they need to do. But I do not understand people who enjoy being shat on. Oh, that's okay. I'm going to stop there because that's a whole other podcast. (laughs) That is a whole other podcast. No, not really. Come on. Now, what's with that? Uh, I'm honestly, I'm starting to feel queasy. (laughs) Can um, can we do a podcast? Of this, because um, I I'm sorry, Sarah Cream. I thought I had a. I don't think we should do a part two in this. I think we um, just cover that bit, a couple more bits, and leave the fucking episode right where it is. Just one episode. I don't think we need a repeat. <laughs> but um, this is going out on other branches now. Yes, but it's all to come do with the same kind of thing, really, isn't it? Because it's all to do with poo and 
win. But in all honesty, what is it that people get a kick out of watching someone do that? I do not know. I do not know. I think. I mean, I used to be throwing up everywhere. Remember, we used to have a friend. Sex now. We used to have a friend group. Oh, well, we still do. And some of them were fine with talking about stuff like this, and some weren't. Do you remember? And there was a. So they were the Poo Chat Gang or the No Poo Chat Gang. And I always thought I was pretty. Could handle anything, and I could go between gangs. But suddenly, I—it's making me just feel a bit sick. How do you go with changing your kids' nappy? Oh well, those days are gone. I was actually all right with that. It wasn't too bad. It did come a time where I was like, okay, I'm ready for this to be out of my life. Definitely, definitely, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess when it's your own kids, I don't know how I would go changing other yeah, people. Yeah, I was going to say, when it's your own kids, it's different, isn't it? It's like changing other people's kids. Oh, my God. I just. Yeah. That's why I had to get out of childcare. I could not handle. Yeah. I couldn't fucking handle the smell. It would just, it would kill me. I, I would yes. be literally vomiting in the nappy bucket. Yes. I totally then, am with you. And everyone would think that I was just putting it on just to get out of changing nappies, but I was legit. Um, couldn't handle. I le- legitimately couldn't handle the shitly. Oh my godly! It was horrendously. Ooh, <laughs> it was horrendous. Hey, Sarah. I know I keep trying to wrap it up, and you won't let me. <laughs> 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 I would talk about food all day. No, no, no. But listen, can, can I just say something exciting on another topic? We and by the time this goes to air, uh, we might have. Hit the 1,000 listens mark for The Wedge with Sarah Cream mm-hmm. and Sweet Jenny's Sauce. That means 1,000 downloads. Uh, we only started this back in March of this year, so that's something we can be pretty proud of. Yes, we're probably not that proud of this particular podcast, but look, <laughs> we, uh, we, do, we have done lots of serious podcasts as well, so we thought, you know, this particular subject is certainly something that we're not going to be repeating. It won't repeat on us. <laughs> Sorry, it might repeat on us, though. We might get uh, no listeners. But no, look, it's just a bit of fun, but we're very excited, like you said, that we've reached nearly, we're five off from reaching a 1,000 listeners on the wedge with Star Cream and Sweet Jenny Sauce. How bloody exciting. That's just a popper, by the way, but we'll be definitely getting poppers uh, out soon, that's for sure. And thank you so much for your support. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify, uh, iTunes, CastBox, and you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And, Sarah Cream, I've certainly had a laugh. This topic. Oh, no, that's what it was about. It was about having a bit of a laugh today and uh, talking about, you know, a few little funny things. And, again, we apologise for our... Uh, episodes this week. Well, we don't apologise because it's a bit of a, it's, it's life path and darling. Right? It is. And everybody does them. Everybody it's does a, them. It's a natural thing of life. Uh, so next time you start up a new relationship, um, maybe wouldn't it be interesting if you started going, so how do you feel about farting? No, that would just make them run for the hills, wouldn't it, darling? <laughs> it would make them run for the hills. <laughs> on that uh, running for the hills, I think we should run for the hills and yes. uh, say adios amigos. Thanks, listeners. And next week we'll definitely have a more um, 
Even above the belt, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah Creamel, as always, it's been a pleasure and um, love to you and love to all of our viewers. Absolutely. Maybe listeners, maybe not viewers. Oh, yes, you're right. <laughs> Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Thank you. Toodaloo.